James Corden, how to respond to a monologue that Bill Maher did on his real-time show back September 2019. And I did a video on it. Didn't get a whole lot of views, but I thought it was something to go back to again because James Corden at the time really wanted to go and comment back about the issues of fat shaming because he was upset as to what Bill Maher said. And James Corden got upset about what Bill Maher said. It, it, it affected him. And he felt like he needed to go and talk about it on his show, the Late Late Show. So he did at that time. And then we heard nothing else about it. Then all of a sudden, here comes James Corden. And let me boom myself microphone over here, my video over. And he gets asked about it again. And this is what, six months later. And James Corden can't help but bring it up once again. I don't know if it's just the interviewer for this particular article asked about it, but the New Yorker wrote a profile about him. And James Corden opened up about his decision to call out Bill Maher's fat shaming comments and a profile that was in the New Yorker magazine. So the Hollywood Reporter reports about this. James Corden explains why he called out Bill Maher's fat shaming comments. So here's what he says. First of all, he tries to go talk about himself, which he did before last time. I've struggled my entire life to manage my weight, and I suck at it. We're not all as lucky as Bill Maher, you know. We don't have all have a show. I have a sense of superiority that burns 35,000 calories a day. And in the same story, Gordon said that he and his writer spent three days working on this speech. I was like, we can only do it if it's funny. He took three days to respond back to Bill Maher. And here's the thing. James Gordon, I don't know if he's much of a stand-up comedian or if he does stand-up at all. But for him or his writers to go and be able to do something like this and come back, Bill Maher didn't need this. Bill Maher can just probably come right back. He's a stand-up comedian. He's still an actively performing stand-up comedian besides his TV show. So for that, that to be going on. And then he comes in, and in the comments, it felt like he even got this scripted here. So he's saying to Bill Maher, he says, I just, and this is where he's wrong, I just think it's out of touch with actual people. You cannot forget what most people's lives are like. You cannot forget how fucking hard it is. And maybe the only slice of joy in your life is that cheeseburger, and it's cheap. There are no chubby kids in my son's school because it's a private school on the west side of L.A. Then Corden later reflected on how the rejection of leading roles in his early acting career inspired him to co-create a series called Gavin and Stacey. So moving along, he says that their friends, uh, well, actually goes along and talks about uh if someone came from another planet, he says, and put on the television, you would think that people who are bigger overweight don't have sex. They don't fall in love. They're friends of people who fall in love. They're probably not that bright, but they're a good time and not, not as valuable as people who are really good looking. Well, look, you can go ahead and say what you want about how people might get upset and how they get concerned about how, you know, the way society portrays what is beautiful, what's not. Well, we all know it's psychological. There are things about the shapes of, of, of a woman or a man's eyes or their hair or the way that their facial features look that makes somebody very attractive. You can't avoid that part. But then James Corden can't help himself to just be upset and be, I mean, for whatever reason, he feels like he has to go ahead and talk about it's out of touch with actual people. No, actual people, not everybody is overweight. There's a lot of skinny people if you really don't realize that. It's just in his environment, he feels like he has to go and speak for fat people like me. But I don't need him to work. They have to go and speak for me. I don't need that. For him, 
I get the part where, you know, at some points you feel like, yeah, you need to worry about what you're having in terms of food. But then for me, it's like, I don't want to worry about that either. I want to worry about more about, you know, what's happening with everything else. Like, I mean, for me, it's about when I have to go and try to lose weight, I need to find ways to go ahead and suppress the appetite. And that's the hardest thing to do. People can try to cut their food down as much as they can, and they can try to go and do what they can to, you know, not eat as much. But the thing for me to not eat as much, I have to be able to go ahead and do something where I can have something to hold me over. And just recently, I just started learning about coffee. And for the most part, that's actually working pretty well. So I'm glad to have that in front of me to help me out. But for the most part, you know, you don't have to have the cheeseburger, brother. You can have something else just because that's what's going to come to you. And, you know, it's something quick to eat. Well, there's ways to go and work around it. We all know there's ways we can do things to make our lives better and healthier, and we can do things to help, but we have to put the effort out. Like I actually have to go and do the effort, go working out, walk an hour, swim, something, and do some other exercises to try to keep myself in some kind of shape and work myself there. But you know what? There's also a thing to be said about, yeah, beautiful people on camera, people are going to watch on camera. But I don't mind if there's certain people that are on camera that might not look just like everybody else. Like, I don't mind Lisa being on my screen. I don't mind if James Corden's on my screen. It doesn't make a difference. I don't need to have the check the box part. I don't need to check the boxes crowd. The people that say, well, you have to have this diversity. You have to have this kind of person, this kind of person to check all the boxes. I don't need that. It's not important to me. So getting back to his original point now, James Corden has said that he is trying to make a lifestyle change Choosing to stay home more and often in order to become a better person. The absolute biggest thing I had to learn to do was just stay in and be comfortable on my own. Well, I don't know if that's going to make much of a difference for you if you're going to try to like lose weight and you're going to try to get yourself somewhere because just staying at home isn't serving the purpose unless you've got exercise equipment, unless you're doing things where you can move around the house and you can be active. You have to be active and you have to eat less. Nobody likes this. And trust me, to do it for years, it sucks. What I love to go and be able to eat whatever I want, I see something on TV and just say, okay, what? I want to stuff this in my mouth. I want to stuff this in my mouth. Yeah, it'd be nice, but that can't happen. It's not the way it is. And most importantly, I don't know about James Corden's health situation, if he's ever had to deal with anything where he might have any kind of heart issues or diabetes or things like that. But you know what? He's a young guy, and he's to watch himself of what is happening with him because that's when he's going to worry about his weight. When his health starts going bad and then he starts realizing, oh shit, something's going wrong. I got diabetes. I got heart disease. I got something else. Everybody, you know, listen, for everybody it's different. But I learned that for me, it was a wake up call. And that's all there is to it. Wake up call. I look like more like a blob than I do now. Only two years ago. And I'm telling you, you let that shit come up. You let yourself get the blood results and say, oh crap. I got to start hitting myself with needles. Hell no. I'm going to turn that back around because I didn't want to have that happen to me. And I hope people understand. Listen, yes, he's right. You cannot forget how fucking hard it is. Sure. But when your problem and you think the only slice of joy in life is a cheeseburger, that's just depression. And how's a guy like that have the depression when he's got millions of dollars? He has, you know, CBS money. He's got whatever he wants. He's doing other projects. How can you be? You know, like that. Is he speaking for other people? And thinking that that's all that people are. It's like, oh, we look forward to just having food? <laughs> no. If you have that problem, there's a bigger problem that you have. 
Anyway, I'm going to leave it there. I hope you enjoy all this here with the uh, green screen stuff that I put for those that are watching on YouTube. If you're listening on the download on audio, this episode of When I'm Not Podcasting, you can find it at youtube.com slash jbrasco951. All the information I have, look for it on the menu of kingofpodcasts.com. You can find all my stuff there. So I hope you like this right here, and I'll talk to you next time.